0: In our gospel today, the Lord exhorts us to what? To vigilance. Vigilance as we await the day of his second coming. Be watchful, we heard, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. We have come to the end of the liturgical year and are coming to the end of the calendar year. Our readings take on a reflective and somewhat ominous quality. The end of all things is being brought before our minds and hearts. Yet, this first Mass of the new liturgical year gives us encouragement and hope. It reminds us that we have to look forward, to look to Jesus. Advent reminds us that God has not abandoned us. God has not abandoned us. God is with us. He truly is with us. Advent reminds us to look for God with us, Emmanuel, in our lives no matter what happens, no matter what the circumstances. Advent reminds us to be aware of the constant presence of Jesus in our lives and when we seek answers and solutions to turn to Jesus. Just last night, about 24 hours ago, it's 5.30, about 24 hours ago I landed um, back here at BWI. I was away since last Saturday at a mission trip down in Jamaica. And I had always heard about Jamaica since back in 16, 2016, 17, when I was a seminarian, but I had never been there on one of these mission trips. So there's two mission trips, basically. The one we generally partake in as a parish here, they go down and help with a couple schools. I was with Our Lady of the Fields and another group, parishioners from all around. There was 10 of us, and we went to the mustard seed mission. So can I get a sense of who may have been down there or heard or are familiar with? Somewhat familiar with the Mustard seed mission. Okay, there's a couple hands, a couple in the back, maybe three or four over here. Good. But everyone else, what is this mission? So I'm still kind of on this missionary high, so to speak. I mean, within 24 hours of being there, it's, we were working with the poorest of the poor. I, I couldn't have uh, imagined being with Mother Teresa more than on this trip. The poorest of the poor, the abandoned and neglected. Children literally abandoned by their parents who couldn't take care of them, or didn't want them, or so impoverished that they couldn't afford another mouth to feed. Children with all kinds of disabilities. And they were abandoned, some of them abandoned on sidewalks, empty lots, even in trash cans. It's so sad, but where we meet them is in this in this home, this facility that's been Uh, around for about 45 years. It was founded in 1978 by this priest, uh, Monsignor Gregory Rasmussen, is his last name, 1978. So where we were in this particular facility, it was for the adults, 18 and older. And some of the other facilities deal with the little ones. And there was 106 adults at this facility. It's called Jacob's Ladder. And Jacob's Ladder has, like I said, 106 adults with all kinds of special needs: Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, deformities. Some of them are mute; they can hear but they can't speak. Some of them could maybe utter a grunt or, or maybe one word here or there. Uh, some, one, a few were blind. Some missing a limb or half of a leg. Some were higher functioning but still unwanted and rejected by their families and societies. Too poor. Uh, or their families too poor to care for them, but so you get the picture one of their mottos was see the abilities Not the disabilities and another motto. I think a greater motto that one was awesome But the mission founded by Monsignor Gregory come, came up with this motto Hanging on banners kind of like here in the back of the sanctuary on the back of the chapel wall two banners one on the left said Thank You Lord and the other he is here So thank you, Lord, he is here. We're talking about the worst of the worst, folks, and they are thankful that when I got there, one of of the residents ran up and gave us a big hug, and it was full of love. It blew me away, nearly knocked me back last Saturday when we stepped foot on the grounds. It was incredible. And every day was full of that love, full of that compassion, full of that joy. And they loved us being there. They loved us missionaries being there, or volunteers. So we were there to feed them, but they were feeding us, ultimately, I think, more than we could ever feed them. So thank you, Lord, He is here. Very fitting for this Advent season, remembering, celebrating that God became one of us. Emmanuel, God is with us. Advent reminds us that God has not abandoned us. God is with us. Advent reminds us to look for God with us, Emmanuel, in our lives, no matter what happens, no matter our abilities or our disabilities, no matter of our deficiencies, our imperfections, our shortcomings, no matter our capabilities or circumstances, God is with us. Advent reminds us to be aware of Of that constant presence of Jesus with us Jesus said in the gospel tonight to be on guard and stay awake he was asking us to be on guard and stay awake for his second coming and for that moment when he calls us from this life whichever comes first in our lives so we are on guard and awake when we are aware of Jesus's presence with us no matter what happens During Advent, it means being aware of Jesus above all as we prepare for Christmas, because Jesus is the reason for Christmas. Jesus tells his disciples to be watchful and be alert. You can almost hear the exclamation points watch, be watchful, be alert. But watch for what? Watch for him. He is the Lord, and he's an active Lord who does not sit and wait for us to pick, up, to pick him up like an old book on the shelf. But he actively hounds us like the hound of heaven, seeking us like the shepherd seeking his lost sheep. He doesn't and he won't leave us alone. He will never abandon us. But when and where does Jesus come? Three different times. In his first advent his first coming the incarnation that is what we celebrate here and now the second time jesus will come is at the end of the world the end of time the end of history this is his second coming and it will end all time and all chances to re- to repent and be saved he gives us plenty of time between his first coming and his second coming but everything in time has to and eventually will come to an end only eternity has no end. He will come to the whole world at the end of time, the end of the world, but he will come to each one of us at our own death, which is for us the end of our world and our time. So when Jesus says, watch, he is not just speaking to the last generation, the generation that will see his second coming, but to all generations. Jesus himself says that explicitly here. What I say to you, I say to all watch. But Jesus also comes to us in a third time, the present. He comes in each opportunity to choose him, to love him, to do his will by doing good to others, by sacrificing self-will for his will. You don't have to be on a mission trip to experience that love of Christ. We can and should, we ought to experience in our homes. If, if our homes are not a, a place of love and compassion, We need to change. Each and every one of us has has a part in this, has a stake. So let's, this Advent, take that opportunity to make our homes a home of love and inviting Christ into our presence because, again, He is waiting. He is waiting to be invited to be a part of our everything. His presence is really Him even if we can't feel it. We know He is here. We see it with the eyes of faith. It all comes down to this, what do you want most, him or ourselves? Who is your Lord, him or yourself? When Jesus says, be watchful, be awake, be alert, he is saying, beware. But it does not mean be in fear. It means be aware, be awake, and be watchful. Be ready, for he is surely coming. He is coming for you. He is here. And as I saw or the folks, the 10 of us that were down there at the mustard seed mission on the chapel at the uh, Jacob's Ladder Chapel. Let us all make those words ours today. Thank you, Lord. He is here. Amen. And God bless you.